from more frequent and extreme storms and unprecedented heatwaves to global protests for equal rights and personal freedom, we are feeling the impact of human-caused pressure on planet and people. More than ever, sustainability is a key concern amongst consumers. As part of our series on conscious consumption, we connect with sustainability and marketing professionals from around the world to hear about their journey towards sustainability and what this means for their brand. In this episode, we talk with Yuri Vandenberg, sustainability expert and managing partner at Insights Consulting, Tom van Avond, director consumer and market intelligence at Perigo, and Fleur Denens, global category lead skincare, also at Perigo. Perigo is a global consumer healthcare company and one of the largest over-the-counter self-care companies. Next to being category lead, Fleur is also part of a smaller team within Perigo that focuses on sustainability, where she represents the voice of marketing and consumer insights. Part of my intention is to uh, try and get, I would say, colleagues to think about it in every step that they do. So not to see it something at the end of the road, ah, should we not incorporate this, but really see CSR and sustainability from the development of an MPD, but also to the development of um, any type of marketing material. So just to kind of keep nudging them, that it becomes a natural reflex, which is um, something that we don't always have yet, I think, the natural reflex to take it into account. It's about sustainability in the broadest sense. You do not always need to use a blonde white woman in your communication. Even if you live in Belgium or the Nordics, go ahead, be more sustainable, be more inclusive, be more open, and not be afraid. So that that's part of the thing that I also do is a lot of sharing of inspiration, sharing, oh, look what this brand has done in the Netherlands. And you share it, say, see, don't be afraid to take that step. To, to think about removing this or adding this, um, etc. So yeah, that's yeah. where where I come in, I would say. I do the little nudges when possible. Fleur already touches upon the fact that sustainability is a broad topic that goes beyond environmental issues. Perigo focuses on those aspects of sustainability that are important for the consumer in relation to a product category. Within the dermacosmetics category, for example, They ensure products are gentle to the skin and kind to the environment, since the team knows this is vital for consumers, while in other categories they might focus more on packaging. Mental health is another important element of sustainability that has come more to the forefront over the past years. In fact, today Perigo is actively working on purposeful domains such as body positivity and mental well-being. Poland, we have the Academy of Puberty um, that we, we set up with Lactacid. So Lactacid is an, an intimate hygiene or an intimate care uh, brand. Um, and there we have an, an initiative. It's already since 2012 uh, that we have it. So uh, so where we're partnering with uh, with uh, 2000 schools, um, with uh, with parents, uh, with, uh, with, with uh, young influencers, etc. And we have content that is created by psychologists and, and gynecologists, uh, key opinion leaders. Um, and it's bundled in, into a platform where uh, teenage girls uh, have, have access to 
Um, so it's not only about uh, about their personal hygiene, but it's also about, for instance, topics like like body confidence. So, uh, which is then of course strongly uh, linked to to their mental well-being. Um, so, um, and and that's also showing that as as a brand, uh, even uh, if we are, if mental well-being is not really at the core of the category, uh, that we do understand and, and and take care. What are the the life challenges of the of the target group, and especially here. Uh, and especially with 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 young girls, um, where where body confidence is is a very important uh, aspect of their their mental well-being, is where we also are are supportive. To give another example, we have a, a great dermal cosmetics brand in Nordic. Nordic's called Akko, where they've had a campaign where they actually had I think around five six women, and they had them all covered in beautiful colors where they would actually would normally hide it. So it was one girl that was full of. I think it was acne, then there was another one that had rosacea and there was some pigmentation. It was really to show that it's all okay. So we do see that we're communicating about this um, towards our consumers, I would say, more and more. Even with our distribution brands, uh, bio oil that we have, it's more soft, I would say. But we also say, you know, just love your skin regardless of you where your stretch mark comes from if it's from a scar or or is it from pregnancy or you know growth marks or you know gaining weight losing weight it's all about acceptance and it's all okay another example that taps into the societal impact perigoas buyers is the collaboration of its smoking cessation brand nicotine with the british lung foundation Well, smoking is a threat to your your lungs and to your health, but uh, air pollution is also a big threat. So, uh, we've we've been partnering with uh, with the British Lung Foundation not to make more people buy nicotine to quit smoking, but working on initiatives to raise awareness about the the quality of of uh, of air and and air pollution and what that can do to your lungs and and your your overall health. Uh, I think that was also a very nice one where, uh, again, we go beyond the, the core of our product, but uh, in the end, what we try to achieve uh, and, and then partnering then with, with the real authority um, and, and also addressing people or working for people who are not just smokers. So also and doing more well for, for society overall, just beyond our core target group. That you, you look at sustainability or CSR in broader aspects not only directed to a brand, not only directed to packaging, but really to what impacts consumers. Feel it's more the, the subtle kind of way that makes uh, the difference sometimes. And I think that example is a, a nice one. It's incredible. That's what we want in the end. Of course, just as any other project, these purpose-oriented initiatives are challenged on business impact and whether they lead to more sales and increased market share or higher loyalty. Do you get an immediate return in net sales? I don't think you always do, but credibility doesn't always link to net sales, in my opinion. Um, so in the end, it's I think it's a correct approach to do. Not saying it's an easy approach, though. I mean, we all know the consumer doesn't want to pay for it. So um, it's us as a company. And that's always, in my opinion, a very tricky discussion to have. I think the consumer... Is, is aware and but but then when when it's up to me about making choices price of course still plays a, an important role and then of course do you want to absorb it as a company no you cannot absorb everything mm-hmm. um, so it's also about uh, finding nudges on, on how can you change consumer behavior how can you raise the awareness 
but it will also depend on on the the involvement. It, it depends on what what competition is doing, um, and because you could also think of partnering with a retailer that like on, on your uh, receipt uh, that you get kind of a sustainability coefficient of all the purchases that that you made to to raise the awareness or uh, on, on the price tag compare the the, the sustainability uh, efficiency of, of, of various products to to bring that into the equation when then making a choice um, but but that's still one of the big challenges that big challenges that we have so because every consumer will say yes it's important and yes the brand need to do and and, uh, and yes, I care about the planet, but uh, yeah, the, it's also the, the wallet is is is, is a very big part of uh, of the equation and has a very big weight in, in the final purchase decision, and uh, yeah, that also makes it uh, makes it a challenge uh, sometimes. The fact that consumers want to live a more sustainable life but don't want to pay for it relates to a concept called the say do gap. Yuri Vandenberg explains what the say do gap is all about. So we have seen in um, research published in Harvard Business Review that although there is like 65% of consumers who would like to buy from purpose-led brands that are running their business in a sustainable way, there's only 26% who is actually doing that. And it's, so it's this difference between more green or social intentions on one hand, or attitudes, and on the other hand, their real buying behavior. Um, that's that's what we call the say-do gap. And there's, of course, there's multiple reasons uh, for this specific gap. Uh, there's a number of barriers or hurdles towards more sustainable shopping, you could call it, um, and such as convenience, ease, uh, sometimes education or knowledge. But one of the main barriers is uh, considered to be the price setting of sustainable products and sustainable products are often or alternatives are often seen as more expensive um, and of course affordability in these times of, of rising cost of living and, and inflation um, it becomes really a, a barrier to, to change buying uh, behavior. We also saw in our own sustainability research that two-thirds of Europeans um, states they find that they should not have to pay more for sustainable options. They say it's not, we are not creating the problem. Actually, companies should solve their supply chain. It's not us consumers who uh, need to pay more for it. Sustainability is a broad topic, and for Perigo, it's key to tap into those sustainability aspects that matter to their consumers. While environmental sustainability remains at the core of the company's priorities, Perigo goes beyond this by actively working on topics related to mental well-being and societal impact, and by doing so, taking on a human-centered approach towards sustainability. Did you enjoy this podcast episode and are you curious about other brands' take on sustainability? Subscribe to our podcast and automatically receive this series' newest episodes. Or download our book scene, Conscious Consumption, where we highlight key barriers for sustainable behavior amongst consumers as well as their expectations towards brands. This content is based on proprietary research and expert interviews with sustainability executives from various industries. This episode was written by Sarah Van Oerle, 
produced by Ben Edwards and hosted by me, Otilia Onia. If you want to find out more about Insights Consulting and our work, just go to insights-consulting.com slash podcasts. A special thank you to Fleur Denens, Tom van Avond, and Yuri Vandenberg for joining this episode. And of course, thank you for listening. <laughs>